0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
1: From MPB Think Radio, this is Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey. It's the show about the most interesting people and stories of Mississippi. Hey, look, you should remember our guest today from the 11th season of American Idol. Yes, Mississippi's own Skylar Lane is here today to chat about her life after American Idol and her music career as well. Plus, we'll talk about the latest headlines in the weekly roundup, and you can be part of the show, too. Just give me a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can email me at marshall at mpbonline.org. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio, and we'll be right back after the news.
0: MPBOnline.org is the destination for everything Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Catch up on past shows from Think Radio, check out MPB TV or Music Radio, and become a sustaining member all from one place. Get connected now at MPBOnline.org. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio.
2: Now you're talking on MPB Think Radio,
1: and that voice you hear, yes, it's a very familiar voice, it's the one and only Skylar Lane, who is in the studio, I might add Skylar Lane James, got to, got to skip the whole thing, I tell you what, um, a submitted- Herself in Mississippi history and in our hearts, she did very well on American Idol. Place, I guess, top five? Yeah. Yeah. An 11th season. And, of course, we're going to be catching up with you in just a half a second. You've also brought a very special guest in the studio.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I did. I brought my husband with me. Exactly. So Christopher yeah. Jones. Which is,
1: he is a big part of the story that we're going to tell he, today. Yes,
3: definitely. Yeah. He and is. he's
1: going to sing for us as well. Oh, you don't want to hear that. <laughs> no. I <as> actually
3: well. <laughs> found a tape of a, was it a... um a talent show that he did in high school and he had Mm. frosted tipped hair. It
4: was, it was back in Justin Timberlake (laughs) era. That is (laughs) awesome.
3: And singing in a little trio, um, Mm. acapella. Really? Singing. I I love you. you, Lord.
4: I started out and uh, <laughs> I, I really realized because back then it was before cell phones. Right. And you couldn't see yourself until you got home and got your mama's yeah. camera and everything. And I decided, you know what, this just didn't for me. I'm good in the background. So that's why I started doing it.
1: True story. I played in a band in college. We get done. I put the newspaper down at night. We go out to the bar at 10 o'clock, start playing. I played harmonica, right? Two guys of guitar, and me played harmonica. One day I started singing too. They literally stopped playing, turned around and looked at me, and they said, stop it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, so. I mean I I've listened to stuff. I found a CD of like cover songs that I did when I was probably 12 or 13. And we played it the other day and I got through ha- halfway through one of the songs I was like, Oh Lord, have mercy. No, this sounds horrible. <laughs> and, uh, actually one of the songs sounded good and it was a Broadway song and I was like, Oh, okay. I sound pretty good on this one. But the rest of them, I was like, I sound like complete crap. That's just, uh, don't even listen to that. Well, the funny
1: thing about you is, I mean, here we were, we did of course, Claire and Ledger did a storytellers event. You were one of the storytellers and mm-hmm. did a great job. Um, but it's so funny because you were like, we were doing rehearsal and you were practicing and you, you sang. And of course, we didn't even have to have an amp because like I've joked with you that yes, you swallowed really an amplifier. Loud. Yeah, you're pretty loud when you sing. <laughs> it's awesome, though. It's very powerful. It's not like me singing loud to where like puppies are dying and stuff. <laughs> it's like really good. And what was so funny about it was you got done and you're like, oh, that didn't sound good. And we're all like, that was amazing.
3: I am. I, well, everybody's their own worst critic, pretty much. Oh, I, I hate think. my drawing. So, yeah, 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 I understand. Oh, hush. Yeah, you see, you know. It's, I can't yeah. draw. I'll stick figure, like I, can't I, I, I seriously drew something one time, and John Braden, our oldest son, was like, "What is that?" <laughs> I was like, "Okay, you know, what? just throw that away." <laughs> <laughs> Number
1: one, kids are amazing when it comes to being honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have no they tact are. whatsoever. Yes, you no, know? uh,
3: but it was true. I was, I know I can't draw, so but I definitely will sing something, and I'll just be like, oh, "That could have sounded so much better." I look back on Idol even and. I'm like, I, I could have sounded so much better that week. But the thing is that we never got a break. Yeah. You know, it was every single day. Yeah, How the did only, your voice
1: hold up? Because you were really singing a
2: lot.
3: It was so hard. I mean, the only day we got off was Easter. That was the only day. You're kidding me. No, I'm not joking. We had something every single day of the week, which, I mean, you're grateful for. I it. mean, for
1: those godless Hollywood types to give you Easter <laughs> off, that was impressive.
3: <laughs> I know. I was, very, I was very impressed by that. But... <laughs> I mean, of course, you're grateful for it because they can they can find somebody else that will do it in a second. But it was hard. I mean, you had to keep your voice up because, I mean, one day you're doing the the mentors and the next day you're recording and the next day you're recording the group song and the next day you're doing rehearsal. And, of course, they tell you, you know, like, don't blow your voice out. Just, you know, do what you have to do. But it's hard. It really is. And then, you know, you're in a house with a bunch of people. So some people got sick. And I remember when I had the show in L.A., I had to, um, I just had to get a shot, a B12 shot, because I was, I felt so bad. And the doctor just came in, gave me a B12 shot backstage, and I felt better. And then I was just Downing Ricolas and Hall's cough drops and gurgling <laughs>
1: with Jim Beam and that sort of thing. Right? Uh, you, no, uh, yeah, no, just, you know, it, you know, it.
3: but uh, no, there's a really great tea that is, um, it's called Throat Coat and it's, it is good. Oh, it's oh, so coat's good. Awesome. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. I love it. And they're not selling it at GNC anymore. I was like, oh my gosh, why aren't y'all? They said, well, we don't sell enough of it, or they didn't at the one in Brandon. I know that. But um, so you have to like order it, but it's the best tea. It's so good. It will get you through a show <laughs> if you have a sore throat. So.
1: What was that like? I mean, seriously, you're in a whole house full of total strangers from all around the country. I mean, here you were, good Mississippi girl. You were you were what seventeen at the time? you were pretty. I young. was
3: well. It's I was seventeen up until so you know all until the re- you turned eighteen. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. So the recorded. <laughs> show, you know what, Marshall? <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna walk out of here if I, if I don't watch my no, mouth. You no, know, I'm. I'm just joking. I so I was seventeen on the recorded ones. Right. And then um I turned 18 right before they flew me back to LA for the live shows. Gotcha. And once you turn eighteen, you can't have your parent with you anymore because, like, they, well, yeah, I, yeah, they don't want to pay for them. You know, I mean, and it, this, it, yeah, because they have no money. Well, no, but it's completely understandable. Like, you yeah. know, they they don't want the you know the backstage parents and all that. It's, right. it's understandable. Like, you know, my mom wasn't one of those. My mom just wanted to go. But, Actually, your
1: mom's really cool. Oh yeah, she's real yeah. cool.
3: She's my biggest fan. So I love her. Hey, mama. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and
1: you're getting a look from your husband here.
3: <laughs> well, I, well, you gotta know, my mom, since I was five years old, took me to every single dance lesson, music lesson, voice lesson. Um, was on tour with me when I did the two Broadway tours when I was Seven, Eight, and Nine. Um, Does and she? Was, do
1: you even remember when you started singing? Because I mean, when I, rem- I could talk. Yeah, I don't remember when I started drawing. Yeah. So yeah,
3: I remember my first play that I was in. I was Toto in the Wizard of Oz at Black Rose. And Brandon. That's
1: cool. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I
3: was. I yeah, I was. You have pictures. I I have. Yeah, there's pictures on Facebook, and I think my my mom. I think she made the costume. Well,
1: if I remember correctly uh, from seeing the Wizard of Oz, I don't recall Toto being a speaking part.
3: No, it okay. wasn't. I was just I but I mean. But you barked. Yeah, I did bark, and I—I okay. I mean, I had to act <laughs> like a dog. I had to be on my knees and everything, and crawl around and all that, and—and and it was—it was really fun and so, pretty
1: adorable, I'd imagine. I, I, too. Guess, yeah. I guess it was. I, yeah. think, mm. I think
3: I was, but um, so that really started it, and so she took me to everything. My mom did, and so I have to say, she's my biggest fan. I mean, what was and it I like? Oh,
1: seriously, it. what was it like the first time you got off the airplane? And you're you're in L.A. because I remember we've lived. My wife and Amy and I lived in San Diego, mm-hmm. and I just remember the first time we were there, I was like, "Man, this is like an episode of Chips."
3: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'd been to L.A. before and, and uh, many times, and but never by myself.
1: Old hat. Yeah. And, and I, it was, well, it LA. was
3: never by myself, so yeah. I was like, you know, I was excited to do something by myself, but then again, I was just like. Honestly, it was it was crazy because I was like this is the first time I've like taken a plane by by myself too. Yeah. So I, I got to make sure that I get to the right place and everything, but they they had people waiting on you. So, yeah. um Do you
1: have like the dude with the sign that said Skylar on it so you like could get the ride <laughs> cuz that always makes you feel so important when you have that dude. Did
3: I have that the first time? I th- I think I did. I yeah. think well, yeah, I did. Uh, they they had it, and I can't remember if we had to wait on. It wasn't a one lot of the of judges
1: or anything there.
3: No, definitely not. Okay, just check. Definitely not. But um, they did have a sign and all that. And honestly, I liked living in the hotel better than the house. The house is cool. I, I mean, I hate to be. I'm not trying to sound ungrateful at all. The house is cool for like a day. It really is. Yeah. And and you're like, oh, this this huge mansion that's in the side of the mountain. But the worst part is that it's so far away from like interscope studio yeah. and then just the studio the traffic
1: to get there yeah, yeah it's
3: horrible like getting out is is and it's it's literally like a maze trying to get through all those mansions and everything so it's really cool when you first get there and then a couple days and then you're like okay you know i wish we were close to everything because when we were at that at the hotel we were literally right down the street from right. um the fox studio and all that stuff And so, and we were right across the street from a really good mall and just really close to everything. You could, you could get to everywhere. Not, I won't say fast because you don't get anywhere fast in LA traffic, but faster than being up on the mountain and have, I mean, and I'm not even joking. If you were not ready, you had to be camera ready at seven o'clock in the morning. Mm. So I have to get up at five to get ready. And if you are not ready and out at the van's. At 7 o'clock. They will leave you? They will leave you and you will pay for your cab. So I, which I will say one of the, one of the contestants, I won't say which one, did get had to have to take a cab a couple times. Oh,
1: come on. <laughs> Reveal that name. It's just us.
3: <laughs> I think she, I, I know she had to take one once and I think she had to take one another time. It was Elise. Okay. Because yeah. she got, she, because she, she was so, and she just didn't realize how beautiful she was, I I think. And um she would be like, oh, my hair wasn't right. I'm like, girl, you look beautiful. But she missed it a couple of times and had to uh, take a take a cab all the way to Interscope. Mm. So. And, but it was a long way. So I really liked living in the hotel better. Yeah. But the house is really cool. I was going to ask
1: you about the house because you see so many of the shows where they throw people together. And I know that wasn't the whole idea of American Idol, but you always see like Big Brother and all those shows mm-hmm. where they throw them in there and there's always drama, you know, yeah, the was, real world. Or there was all no that,
3: drama oh, that's in good, the house. Because y'all
1: were basically so busy, you're probably exhausted by the time you got yeah, back. Yeah, you're
3: never in the house, really. Okay. Like, you're, you're rarely yeah, in like the house. Yeah, it's like a cruise
1: ship cabin, kind of.
3: Yeah, and and then people are leaving every week, so it's, yeah. you know, it gets smaller and smaller, and then they're like, oh, I'm going to take their room and take this room. <laughs> so and, and really, you're just so nervous for each week that you're not really thinking about the house. You're I like, mean, okay, we're in a house, <laughs> that's it. When you, when
1: you got there, of course, I mean, the turnaround on having to learn a song and being able to be proficient at it and everything else, that was pretty fast-paced, wasn't it?
3: Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, you had to like they were telling you to pick your song for next week on the sh- on the shows like basically you picked your song for this week and they were like, OK, like two days later, OK, pick your song for next week and have it ready, you know, and um, and we'll have to some songs had to be cleared with artists and writers and and um, you before you went to elimination, you would go in and, and sing your song for the executive producers And you wouldn't even know if you were going to be there the next week, but you had to have your song ready. So Wow. So talk about
1: that, that, that whole process of picking a song, because I know later on when you were trying to go into Nashville and everything, that became a little bit more of an issue. But when you were doing American Idol, was it just kind of like, yeah, sure, do whatever you want to do? Or did you have people guiding you on what, you know, like coaches?
2: You had
3: them guiding you because honestly they wanted you to sing a certain song, but you had a list Every, every week, they had the, the theme, and right. you have a list of cleared, already cleared songs. Gotcha. And if it's not on there, they can try to clear one for you.
1: But they got to get rights and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, they have to get yeah. rights
3: and stuff. And um, there are some artists that don't really let their songs, won't really let their songs be used. Like um, It was hard for them to get like Mariah Carey songs. It was really? hard for them to get Beyonce songs. Um, and then they... Uh, like they. I think they said Guns and Roses because I think Axel was the one that like one of them. One of them cooperated and the other one didn't. It sounds probably.
1: I would imagine Axel. Yeah, yeah and, and um, the one who didn't?
3: Yeah, so it was just like they 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 could not get the song. There was one song that they, that they could not, and it was um Desperado. That really? that's they could. It's like they could not get that song. And I, and I can't remember why it might have been because they already cleared it for like another show or something gotcha. but it was a song that they, they were like just don't ask because we can't get it we, we're we not going to get it we stop trying and um, but I mean I loved that song but they were just like don't ask for it and uh, and now so,
1: you can sing it anytime you want to right? yeah definitely <laughs> exactly <laughs> well we're talking with Skylar Lane James and her husband Chris is in the studio as well we're going to continue this conversation. And, of course, if you want to be part of if you've got a question, you can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-6474. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I at
2: all. And I'm standing here for all the world to see. There ain't that much left of me that is very far to fall.
0: to a radio well don't worry mpb think and music radio are available online and on our mpb public media app it's simple just log on to our website at mpbonline.org to get started this is mpb think radio you're listening to now you're talking with marshall ramsey on mpb think radio it
2: must have been cold air in my shadow to never have sunlight on your face You were content to let me shine That's your way You always walked a step behind
1: you're listening to Skylar Lane James. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio, and I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. Happy Monday. Thanks for joining us. It, the, number one, kudos to Michelle, man. She's, like, bringing it on the bumper music today. Uh, number two, it's just funny seeing your reactions to the songs.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> that song. That was
1: one you were not doing karaoke to.
3: Oh, my gosh. That song was the bane of my existence. Because it's so, like, everybody loves that song. It means so much. But to, to sing that song it is literally exhausting. Because the the
1: fly, fly. Oh, my gosh. I can't hit the nose. It wasn't you know. that it
3: was hard. Like, it wasn't hard because I'm a belter. But it was just really tedious. I, I don't know how to explain it, really. And then it was the only song I got a standing ovation for. And I was like, really? I hate this song. Oh, now it's stuck to me forever. <laughs> yes. And everybody's like, oh, you know, when you sang that song. And I'm like, and it's, to me... I'm I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this. To me, it's such a lame song. Like it's really lame. Oh,
1: the phones are lighting up.
3: I'm sorry.
2: It's but, Dolly Parton.
3: All I can think of is the movie, the movie. What was it? It was uh, sh- Shark Tail. Oh sure. Shark Tail with with Will Smith is is the fish and yeah. the shark and everything. And they're having like the the funeral for the shark that dies. And this the old <laughs> the really old like senile shark is sitting there singing the song. And, they and, ruined it for you. Yes, I was just like, this is all I can think about is this old senile shark singing "The Wind Beneath My Wings," and it, his voice being like this. Trying yeah, because technically, a shark
1: doesn't have wings.
3: I, I know. I mean, <laughs> if it were a stingray,
1: I could see that kind of.
3: Uh, it was. It was just. It was really because you know all the sharks in it were like mobsters. Yeah, and they were. They were singing. He was singing that song, and I was like, "That's all I can think of now." Well, y-
1: you song. mentioned um, that you got to pick your songs, and how did you end up with that song?
3: Oh, goodness, because everybody loved it and it was such a popular song and it had uh, it had potential for me to put my range in it. Yeah. And, and I did. Um, and everybody was like, oh, this means so much to so many people. So I just and I was like, OK, you know, what? I, I really couldn't find something else that I liked more.
1: OK, quick show of voices here, Michelle. What did you think? I thought it sounded great. I loved it. That's okay.
0: actually one of my favorite songs. So, right, so we got um, two votes here. I'm she sorry. said it was lame. I was like, wow. But, okay. You know. <laughs>
1: and Michelle just turned down your mic. You
0: know. <laughs> and you know what? But, but she does that to me all the time. But you know what's funny? I, everyone has their opinions. And then, yeah. like I said, you're a singer. You can sing "Happy Birthday" and it sounds <laughs> good. You. I'm actually going to play her singing do, "Happy Birthday." Well, no. Okay. where do broken hearts go on the next break? You killed this one. To me, you. Sound I, like, I really liked that one though. Yeah. I yeah, really didn't. Really. Pia
3: Toscano. Did it the year before me, and she did like a pop version of it. Oh my god, or like a really more pop version because it was already pop yeah. for Whitney yeah. Houston. And um, but hers was more like really poppy. To so- you your question,
0: look, you were standing, sitting well, standing in front of Mary J. Blige. How in the world? What do you do when you walk in? And I know they prep you guys. Do they tell you who, who you're gonna, who you're about to see? and not oh, one you, week. You've got some great not stories on that. Not one week. Yeah. <laughs> You've got some great it stories on that. It was some
3: Mississippi storytellers that I told about when they had Gwen Stefani. But I'm really, well, I'm too, I, it, what was it? No Doubt. Yeah, No yeah, Doubt not, was a little bit before me. Mm-hmm. And they said, we've got the girl from No Doubt in there. And I was just like, oh, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. I know who that is. At
1: this point, I'm feeling really old, by the <laughs> way. Yeah.
3: Well, and then I walk in and I see, you know, this girl with bleach blonde hair, porcelain skin, and I'm just like, that's Gwen Stefani, though. Like, and I'm just thinking that because I know the Gwen Stefani that's this. Is bananas b a n a n a s that and because I'll never forget how to spell bananas. And uh, Gwen Stefani. Thank you, Gwen. Yes, thank you, Gwen. And I'm just sitting. They're they're like laughing and they're like, you know who this is? She's no doubt. And I'm like, no. I'm like, yeah. But after a few minutes, I'm like, I don't know what no doubt is. I'm sorry, but you're Gwen Stefani, and I know that. So no, they did. They pulled one over on the younger ones because I I didn't grow up listening to no no doubt. I grew up listening to Waylon Jennings. Right. Right. And then. Broadway and with my mom mm-hmm. and and Jennings and Patsy Klein and Jerry Clowers with, with my father. And if they'd
1: all walked <laughs> so, into that studio, I would have been really nervous. Uh, yeah. but Yeah, you were, Patsy Cline walked in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I would have been nervous, too. Like, I would have been oh. like, oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, we're the met, people with the Harps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. <laughs> you
0: met so many and had so many uh, good compliments from so many stars. D- that stays with you, doesn't it? I mean, it? It
3: does. It definitely does. And, you know, I don't know why, but I was most awestruck when I met P. Diddy. Mm. I don't know why. I he's, guess it's because I, I watched. Yeah, what was yeah. his
1: presence like? Did he just fill up a room when he walked in the room? Because <laughs> we think he would.
3: They. I think he was drunk. <laughs> that'll, I really,
1: fill up, well, that'll fill I really up something. I mean, okay, more than wait, just wait. a room.
0: Disclaimer. The views expressed by our guest are not the views of I d- M- I'm, I'm just saying
3: <laughs> I think. I'm not yes, going man. to exclusively... I'm not going to say that. Like, that's not how I definitely concluded that he was drunk. But I think he. Was. But he was nice. Yeah. yeah. But I guess it was because I watched Making the Band with right. my mom and oh, everything. Oh, and that scared yeah. you? Because that would
0: scare me too. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> and um. Didn't
1: Stevie Nicks come in?
3: Yeah. 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 So he what did. Was, what were... She did. Sorry. Um. I'm
1: about to say, is there something we yeah, need to no, know? Yeah. No, she
3: did. And okay. she was she was really cool. She was really fun. Um. Really down to earth. So was Gwen Stefani. They were all really down to earth. Um, in in the studio, you know, um, they're sitting there with Jimmy Iovine, who is, uh, yeah. who you know, yeah. he's he's I'm... gotten some of the big, you know, Lady Gaga and yes. everything. You know, so if she would have come in, I would have fainted though. I would have. Well, oh, I would have you know. fainted
0: too. And you know, I, I when I brought you in, I was like, okay, I know you've American idoled out. We talked about that. Now <laughs> let's
1: go. To the wait, 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 wait! We still got some more area to oh, cover here. So no, no, <laughs> Michelle, let me drive the bus here. We're doing okay because <laughs> no, we got plenty of time. We got, so, we, we got, got plenty of time. This
0: handsome time. man sitting here. We'll right we get in him front in there. We'll get there because there's. I,
1: I wanted to at least talk a little bit about the judges real quick. So,
3: oh, the judges are really fun. Um, Randy is very much like you think he is. The yo dog man. I'm not really feeling it today. You know, I just, I just, I think he's a little bit pitchy on some parts. He really does talk like that. Um, Jlo She would talk to us a little bit, but she is Jennifer Lopez, and her bodyguard would be like, make room, make room, don't touch her. And I'm like, what am I going to do, tackle her? Like, I really, I mean, I'm just worried about these 20 million people I'm about to sing in front of. And then Steven, Steven is what you would think. Uh, Years of partying and drugs has made him to where he just does not care. He would say, (laughs) he would tell his bodyguard, dude, I don't need you. I'm talking to these people. I'm talking to these kids. He was very cool, and he really cared about you as a person as an artist um he cared about the songs and he just cared about having fun like he wanted you to have fun and he wanted you to be yourself so i really appreciated that steven was my favorite because he just you know he was so carefree and and then they they actually they actually on the week that jessica got saved he he said right before he that steven i'm sorry no ryan seacrest asked steven you know what do you think y'all are going to do and he was supposed to say something like, I don't know, but he was like, yeah, I think we're going to save her. And you see, you see the stage manager, like, mouth the words, what the F is he doing? <laughs> and because he wasn't supposed to say that. And you see the... The executive producers just going, oh, my God, somebody say something. And, but Debbie, the stage manager, was just over there cussing, like, what is he doing? Oh, my gosh. So he, he was really fun.
1: That moment, of course, when they said, okay, well, you're out, you're gone. But then you had the stage tour, I mean, the tour that y'all mm-hmm. did right after that. So it wasn't like it was over right away because it was kind of like you were still out on the road. Yeah, and they, the they flew
3: you. You had to get all your stuff out of the house that night. You're kidding me. Oh, no. They oh. were like, you're out of the house. But it's because they had you on a flight the next morning right. to New York. So oh, you okay. you were the next morning flying to New York to be on. Um, I was on. Uh, yeah, Good Morning Kelly, America. Yeah, Kelly and yeah. Michael. Yeah. and uh, Which was awesome because I met Michael Strahan. And I was like, oh, my God.
1: Is he as a cool in person? Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, that's what I thought. he's
3: really fun. Yeah, he does such and, a good job. And I was just like, "You're amazing at football. Like, you're awesome. I've watched <laughs> you." And uh, then some of them did Ellen, but I didn't have I didn't have time to do Ellen because um, I was only there for I think a day and a half or two days, and then they flew me home just for a couple days, and then they had to fly us back out yeah. to to L.A. to be getting ready for the finale because you had to learn all the finale stuff. So no, it wasn't like it was over. I only had a couple days off. So it was, it was, it was back to back.
1: And then next thing you know, you're in the Philippi- Philippines eating pancakes.
3: Yes. They, they were disgusting. <laughs> yeah. They were. So-
1: <laughs> That's so funny. That, I that love story the Philippines. I, I
3: love sushi. And oh, right now I can't eat it because I'm pregnant, but like, um, I love sushi, and they had great sushi there, and, and different kinds of foods. But their pancakes and syrup—it it was really the syrup. I don't know what it was, but it was nasty, and I just wouldn't eat it. I was like, anything but this. I can't do it.
1: <laughs> so when you when you played in the Coliseum, I think you were probably as a crow flies maybe two miles from BDC Grocery. Yes. And how cool is that to be in your hometown in a stadium, everybody cheering, and that was that was a big moment. Wasn't it, it? it was
3: awesome yeah. because um, it just was kind of like the the peak of of everything for me because that's all the people that voted for me. That's yeah. all the people that loved me through everything and supported me through everything. And um, looking out in the crowd and seeing everybody was amazing. And and knowing that those people have supported my family for years, you know, Beatty Street's been around for almost 80 years uh, now. Just
1: a quick plug, one of the best hamburgers on the
2: planet. Oh, yeah. Extra right, extra fried, fried, bologna, yeah. fried bologna. Fried mm-hmm. bologna
3: gets you one. It's amazing. Yeah. And... um. Yeah, you know, we have blue plates every day too, you also. Know, just okay. like Monday through Friday. And blue plate specials. And, and I just really have good. to I
4: just have to add, since being a part of this family, <laughs> yes. I have gained thirty pounds. I would imagine so. Good yep. grief. They know they know how to had to eat and love that's and partly be
3: because i have just made you happy. Yeah. And you yeah. just you were blaming you were blaming
4: this of course the voice is Chris,
1: who as in a lot of ways has been a salvation for Skylar, I will Definitely. say. Great guy. And we're gonna tell that story in a minute, but you were saying and, and kind of complaining, I noticed a little bit about how pregnancy
4: has caused you to gain <laughs> You know, she she goes a step on the scale and she's gaining two pounds. I'm thinking, Well, where did my fifteen come from? You know what I mean?
3: I, I feel no sympathy. Weird cravings? For you.
4: <laughs> Either one of you had weird cravings I, at this point?
3: I crave things like from when I was young. Um, I have to have Lunchables, pizza Lunchables, and SpaghettiOs at the house. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I
1: never got Lunchables.
3: I Lunchables are the bomb. Well, they're are delicious, but it's oh, like
1: butters. I'll get you some Ritz crackers and throw some. Uh, I hate
3: peanut butter, so I don't. I don't. Mm. I don't okay. do Ritz crackers. Taste like peanut butter to me for some reason, and then people put peanut butter on them. That was one thing they did on Idol. So Ritz was our was one of our. Sponsors, yeah. And they tweeted out on my on my Twitter one time, they were like, I love after show snacks, Ritz, and peanut butter. Because but, it really
1: sounded like you wrote that. Well,
3: no, but then there was like, they had a thing where they did like 21 facts about your favorite idol. One of my facts was that I hated peanut butter. And I was like, bruh, <laughs>
2: this is, I
3: hate peanut butter. Like, I don't do that, uh-uh. So say like... Crackers and, and sour cream. There you go. <laughs> cream cheese. That That's fine, but not peanut butter. I hate peanut butter. So. Well, I mean,
1: the last time, the first time I ever met you, um, I was on another radio station doing a very similar show to this and got to interview you. And it was it was kind of as the glow started starting to die down a little yeah. bit on it. And, I mean, you were kind of like, well, I'm about to go to Nashville, but I don't really know what's going to – I really want to do maybe some design work because you're really into that. But yeah. you, it, it was like, okay, yeah, fame was great, and you would like – reached out and you touched it mm-hmm. but it's, it's like there was something missing
3: there was definitely um last time you know I was about to move to Nashville and I did and I was in I didn't know what I want I was I was you know 19 I was in a really bad 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 relationship and um so I moved to Nashville and you know, I I did my own CD there, and that's one th- I don't regret that definitely. That would be
1: dirt covered place. Correct? Yes, yes, it's on
3: Spotify and um it's quite and good. iTunes. Thank mm-hmm. you. I yep. co wrote all the songs on it. And I had a blast doing that. Um, so I I still love that. Still sing those songs. But you know, I was I was doing writers rounds and shows and writing, but I just didn't feel complete. And also, it was just I I can't stress enough a like, horrible relationship. I'm sorry to my parents. I put them through a lot. Um, <laughs> so I came home after about two, maybe two and a half years in Nashville. And I ended the relationship that I was in, thank God. And um, I started Well, there was school. a lot of prayer
1: involved, There was, too. definitely. Yeah,
3: yeah. You know, there was definitely. And I started school, and and I think there was a lot of prayer from a lot of other people. Like at your this, mama. Yes, yes. Yeah. At this point, I was, um, I'll be honest, I, I didn't really want anything to do with, with going to church and God in general, I was just like, I mean, I, I did you not. You were want kind to of burned out. I, I was. I didn't want anything to do with it, and um, I, I thought, you know, it's just judgmental and, and all this kind of stuff. And, and I didn't want, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to be around people that were like that. I thought it was stupid. Um, but I so I I started going to school, and I wanted to do uh, dental. I wanted to to go to dental school. And I started, like, pre-dental, all my prerequisites and all that kind of stuff. And then after about a year and a half of being home, um, I I saw that I had mutual friends with this person on Facebook named Christopher James. And um, I sent him a GIF, those little... Um, some
1: people say Jeff but that sounds yeah. like peanut butter so you're never gonna say no, that GIF. yeah so good uh,
3: those you know <laughs> the the soundless videos I love that this go too. This that is go over and over again and it's I wish y'all could see it right now people listening
1: yeah I wish you could see her <laughs> doing it. Her, <laughs> it okay
3: so when Forrest Gump is on his boat and he sees lieutenant Dan on the on the dock and he sits there and does his like goofy wave and it was just him doing that over and over again which was so funny because when I first met him, Christopher was a second lieutenant. He's first lieutenant now. So it was, it was kind oh, of, of you, I was right. waving yep. At, yep. A, at a lieutenant. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Yeah. But I sent him that, and it made him laugh. And um, we just started talking, and I found out that he's a, a chaplain in, in the National Guard. Um, and he's a minister, been a minister for— Really, his whole life. And he's, and he's a, a dad. Yes, and he's a dad. He's uh, He had, at that point, he had an 8-year-old and a 5-year-old, uh, John Braden and Jackson. John Braden was his oldest, and Jackson's the youngest. And um, I just, you know, I went on a date with him, and we talked about our life, and, and he was really, really hurting at this point, and I was really, really hurting at this point And we just, you know... On our first date, we talked for like five hours. I am not even joking. We shut Half Shell Oyster House down. We
4: started at five, and wow. the manager came over by eleven and said, "Hey, we're yeah. just wrapping up. Y'all can still sit here." So we had yeah, a great it was time. it was
3: really fun. So we just mm-hmm. talked and talked, and it just grew from there. What you talk
4: about? Not just to be nosy, but um,
3: what was making us hurt? Um, our life up to that point. He, we, he, we didn't really talk about idol at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. He didn't really care.
1: Which, on your part, had to be kind of cool.
3: Yeah,
1: it was, it was like You're interested in me, mm-hmm. not the person you saw on
4: television. Well, I, I never watched it, really. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't even know who she was until, you know, I was asking her about her hobbies and she said she likes to sing. And I said, okay. I said, you know, I'm just talking. So, what, you know, what do you like to sing? What kind of music? And all that kind of and stuff. And you're
1: Googling her and going, oh.
4: Well, I, I didn't even do that because I didn't know Skylar Lane. I knew Skylar Harden. Yeah. You know? I didn't. And, um... And when she told me yeah, she's, I mean, she's very humble about it. She didn't never mention it to me. She didn't try to use that as leverage or anything. And um I just kinda made a point not to Google her. Right. Because <laughs> well the reason being is because I wanted never to Never Google yourself no, yeah, don't. trust me. Yeah, I didn't want I wanted to get to know her as an individual, not not, you know, the star of Scholar Lane. So yeah. that you know, for me I, at that time too, I was also protecting my heart. But um you know, we we really hit it off. When she sent me that gift, I I, I, I was in a bad place. Uh, I was 138 pounds, not that now, but, you know, I, you know, I was just in a very dark hole, and when she sent me that, that was the first time, I mean, I, I give it out loud, like, I, that was the first time in a while. I just, and I think we all have those places where we get to the, those dark regions in our life, you know, we go through those seasons, and um, it just made me laugh, and so I didn't, I didn't respond and I waited till the next day.
3: Yeah. He, I, oh, I accord. was, I was the yeah. quote yeah. unquote, like they say now, nowadays the kids do the thirsty one that was yeah. trying to, trying to throw that line out there, you know? And he, yeah. I was like, Oh, well, I guess he's just going to leave me on red then or something. Well,
4: I just, I just didn't, I I just didn't respond. I just, you know, I was burdened with a lot of stuff and just the next day it just, you know, I thought, you know, that, that really made me laugh. I, you know, it seems like this person has a great personality. So I reached out to her, we started talking and you know and after long you know we went on our first date and mm-hmm. talked about everything and the thing was that I loved and oh, this is not a surprise <laughs> to people, but this lady loves to talk oh, and now. i oh, tell gosh. you what you know being a, a minister and you know and in, in the national guard as a chaplain candidate and doing all this kind of stuff i'm trying to finish up my seminary now yeah. and uh but i'm always having to be the one to carry the conversation so i got to sit back i got to listen i got to enjoy i got to laugh i got to you know, just enjoy some food and, and also eating. You know, this is the first time I sat down with a meal in a long time and just actually finished the meal. Yeah. And so for me, um, it was very nourishing. Everything was very nourishing. But um,
3: I made him try raw oysters yeah. on our first day. He and I loved time, it. So. I
4: loved it. It was great. Everything about it was great and wonderful. And, you know, I left uh, we left that that uh, date um, just with high spirits. And that date was a, a December fifth date. And if you notice that we're supposed to have a due date of December fifth.
3: We do. So yeah. yes. you
4: know, it's the way that you know, and I you know, I know not everybody listening is, is probably re- religious, but I I'm a very religious man. I'm a Christian, uh, scholar. Angels come too. in funny clothes sometimes. Yeah, they really know, do.
3: They, he definitely restored my faith. Yeah. And um I love going to church with him and with our family and uh definitely, definitely restored my faith. Well,
1: I mean, um, just getting to know Chris is a little bit that I've gotten to know him over mm-hmm. the Storytellers project that we did and now getting to see you today. I mean, I can understand that. I, oh, I definitely. Can get I yeah. mean,
3: he, he taught me. Like, I, I didn't want somebody to to judge me how for how I lived my life, and he didn't. And um just taught me, was, was like a teacher. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, just even, like, just stories in the Bible that I didn't even know Just and, and just taught me more theology and, and just— just loved me for who I was and, and didn't judge at all. So it definitely restored my faith and made it to where I wanted to have something to do with, with going to church and, and faith and religion.
1: Well, let's talk about that next chapter after the break. How's that sound? Definitely. Cause this is going great. We got Skylar Lane James. And of course her husband, Chris is in the studio as well. If you want to give us a call, it's eight, seven, seven MPB ring. That's eight, seven, seven, six, seven, two, six, four, seven, four. This is now you're talking on MPB. Think radio.
0: Can't stick around for the rest of the show? You can always catch up by logging on our website at mpbonline.org. Or use the MPB Public Media app on your mobile device. This is MPB Think Radio, where Mississippi is our mission. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio.
2: Another hero. Another Welcome
1: back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio, and it is official. Skyler Elaine James just told me this is one of you. This is your favorite.
3: This is my favorite that I did, definitely. It was so much fun to sing, yeah. so much fun to record. And then we got to sing with um, the two other members of the ones that are remaining, of Queen. Yeah. And they were so wow. mm-hmm. fun. We sat there and talked with them and asked questions. They were so much fun, and they were so much fun to to sing with on stage, and um, and now they're coming out with the movie. Yeah. Uh, um, is it what's the movie's name? I um. can't remember. It's like Bohemian Rhapsody, I right? Think it's the yeah, movie. it is. And I can't wait to see that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's gonna be great. It's but the guy, was, the guy
1: who played the um, Pharaoh in mm-hmm. Night at the Museum mm-hmm. is gonna be playing. And gosh, he looks just like him. Oh, he does. Mm.
3: And I was just like, oh my gosh, this, just one of the best performers of all time, Freddie Mercury, was
1: incredible voice, amazing. You ever heard him it, live he was, too? The live, like,
3: oh yeah, oh yeah. I just, mean, he was just taken too soon. I was like, oh gosh, it was it was such such a tragedy to for him to have for anybody to have to go through that, but. You know, just the, with that talent that he had, the amazing songs that he that he helped put together and everything and that so that was one of my that was my favorite to sing. It was fun to record, it was fun to sing, you could uh, put a little bit of flair on it, but nobody ever in this world will ever ever sing it like him because right. I mean he he died like what two a couple months after that that song yeah. and, and that video he recorded. so it was like his farewell. It really was. And um, so nobody will ever sing it like I him. was
1: cleaning a classroom and when they announced that he died because I'd listen to the radio while I'd clean. Mm-hmm. And they announced he died and I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. No.
3: It was, it, it, mm. I can't.
1: Because that's one of those I remember where I was, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I don't remember where I am most days.
3: Because <laughs> you
1: know? I have three children, which y'all are about to have, too. Um, Congratulations. Definitely,
3: yeah. definitely. Welcome
1: to the world of chaos. Yes. That's you right. go from man to man to zone. That's yes, it.
3: exactly.
4: <laughs> zone defense. Zone that's defense.
1: Right. We
3: wouldn't have it any other way.
1: Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be ripping out your bathroom soon, putting in stainless steel in a trough. Yes. Mm-hmm. That would be per my wife.
3: I, I, yes. We've got now going to have three boys. So it's just like, it's like they take a water hose and... Trying to, to the bathroom trying, to start, trying to start a baseball
4: team, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but
1: I mean, I would think that your house is incredibly fun.
3: It is really fun. It is. We have, we have so many toys, and and Christopher and I are like kids ourselves. You're big mm-hmm.
2: kids. Yes. I mean,
3: Jackson, our six year old, is so excited. So every night we have we we all pile up in in mine and Christopher's bed, and we watch either Teen Titans for Jackson or. Um, Full house for John Braden. Mm-hmm. And so we just go through the seasons of Full House, but Jackson will just jump from seasons. On, on his Teen Titans. He is so excited for the Teen Titans movie. Oh,
2: yeah. And we're, oh,
3: we're going to be there like the first night. And we're excited, too, because we like it. It's really fun. Isn't it you fun know? now because
1: you can get away watching kids' stuff now? Mm-hmm. Nobody oh, yeah, looks at it. you funny.
3: I mean, I, everybody thought I was weird. They're like, you're like 20 years old and you still watch SpongeBob SquarePants. I'm like, uh, yeah. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, especially that first <laughs> I season. I love SpongeBob. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah,
2: that's something so, weird and the, boys, that.
3: the boys love it. So yeah. it's really fun.
1: That's, that's got to be a lot of fun. Of course, um. You are having a boy, you know all this, mm-hmm. and it's December fifth is a due date, but your finals are December seventh, so you're trying to figure out. Okay, we we got to get this worked out. I
3: did. I I asked my doctor, Doctor Nichols, and um she's awesome. I said, you know, can we just like give him an eviction notice like a week early? <laughs> So I think I think he's going to probably be the last week of, well, of November. Well, to
1: quote the lovely Amy Ramsey, they're <laughs> easier to take care of uh, on the inside than they are on the mm, outside. Yeah. So mm-hmm. don't rush it. No, <laughs> I, but
3: I have to take those finals, and I'm like, I, I don't want to be in, in a final. You know, I don't want to go over. Of yeah. course, a lot of people go over and be in a final and be like, oh, yeah, my water just broke. I've got to leave. <laughs> oh,
1: come on. That might, it might get you 10 points on it that. Might, exam. It might. It
3: might. Yeah. I would be like, I deserve this 10 points. Exactly.
1: Exactly. You may. That, I'm ten months pregnant. Ah. Yes,
3: exactly. Uh,
1: it, one cool thing, and, and anybody who would doubt anything about your relationship, while we're sitting there in the commercial break, you guys were
2: holding hands.
3: Oh yeah, that was cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
2: like, we wow. do the
3: one, two, three squeeze. You know, it means I love you. So yeah. we're just really cheesy. And I, I've never I, been cheesy. I'm not a girly girl. My favorite color is black. Um, I hate all girly stuff. And but so he's, that's why y'all keep
2: having boys. He's of made course. me,
3: yeah. He's made me more like lovey dovey. I've I've never been the kind of person to like just do that, but I do with him. So. Well, we
4: cling to each other. I, yeah. I guess that's the way our relationship started, anyways. You know, we we were at the lowest points of our lives. We cleaned to each other, and we brought each other out. And now, for me, I know this, this is the greatest season I've ever been yeah. in, and uh, in Definitely. my life ever. And um, so, it, you know, it's uh, that's how we keep each other. Going through and moving forward and in our houses we we're very adamant about making a very safe atmosphere, yeah a very nurturing atmosphere when we come in, we leave the world outside and um you know we just uh we're a very loving family,
3: yeah, the boys uh you know being being their stepmom and everything uh it's it's such a blessing it's it's been a blessing since the beginning, and you know um uh, John Braden, it took him a little bit more, a little bit more time. He was eight when I came to the picture. Yeah. He's 10 now. He turned 10 in April. Um, it took him a little bit more time to warm up to me, but he is like my best buddy. Now. Yeah. Once
1: he figured out you'd like to wrestle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely.
3: Yeah. Definitely. It was, it was so sweet. He, when we were on our, um, we were on our vacation to, uh, to Disney World this past summer, and you know we get them we get them every other week, and uh, they're with their mama. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a week. she's a teacher at at Weston, where they go to school. Oh, good. So okay. yeah, okay. and then it's right down the road, so it all works out really great. And um, it was so sweet. He looked at me. He was sitting on the bus, and he said, "When I'm with mama, I'm a mama's boy, and when I'm with you." I'm a mom's boy, and he calls he calls me Skyler, but he he used that um for that one thing, and it was it it melted my heart. It mm-hmm. was the sweetest thing ever. So I've I've bonded with them, and they know that I love them, and I know they love me. Um, it, you know, when I was when I first came into it, I just had to think like I didn't ha- I could I didn't want to think like an you want to think like an adult half of it, but half of it you want to be like what 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 would a child want right? What does this jackson at that at that time was was five and
1: what do they need too
3: exactly jackson's six now and um it's just like what what do they need what do they want what can i teach them um so i've tried to teach them things i've tried to uh, make them we 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 both try to make them into big boys because you know they're getting older so it's like you got to be a big boy gotta be tough gotta be gotta be responsible and all that and um just seeing them grow has been amazing, especially especially John Braden going from 8 to 10 now. That's a big jump. So he's a preteen now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It,
3: it, I saw him come into a preteen. Mm-hmm. and um,
1: I got to tell you this, having great. an 18-year-old, a 15-year-old, an 11-year-old get ready to buy some groceries. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's a coming. Oh, we already
3: do. No, no, mm. no, no.
1: No, no. <laughs> I know. It's going yeah. to get it's even worse, coming. but we already. I oh, mean, yeah.
3: Jackson, Do you have the
1: second fridge yet?
3: I know we have a freezer. <laughs> um,
1: no, buy a second fridge because
4: you are going to be feeding <laughs> the neighborhood too. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, we do. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, yeah we we'll do. have knocks on the door uh, with kids coming over and wanting to know if they're there, and even if they're not there, they want to know if supper's ready. Because I mean, yeah. yeah, she's such a good cook anyway. <laughs> I but, try. You know, It's it's um yeah, bang bang shrimp pasta. Oh, that was for his birthday. Yeah, his yeah. Birthday, my birthday was uh, happy was birthday by the way. Well, oh, thank so. you, appreciate it. Yeah, it's uh, but you know, I the first time that um, I introduced Skylar to the boys, you know it. It was a long process for me and her to build a relationship. First, I think it was like a month or two. Yeah,
3: I mean, it was shorter something. than than some people do with meeting kids and everything. But we 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 knew really quickly that we wanted to pursue mm-hmm. being together and, and eventually getting. Yeah, y'all knew pretty be, quickly. It yeah. just good. right.
4: You know, yeah, you know when you're you're dating somebody, you always get this feeling every now and then. Ah, uh, we never got that. Wow. Like we never got that feeling of oh, uh, we need to hit the brakes. Oh, uh, we need to slow down. Ah. Uh, it was like, okay, but when when it was time, um, we were at WWE Live at Coliseum, mm-hmm. right?
3: That's the first time I met them. And we, we when
4: I knew, when I knew, I, I had this picture vividly in my mind, when I knew that everything was going to keep moving smoothly and everything was going to work out, because you don't know. Um, yeah. you know. You know, I am, I'm a divorced man at this time. Um, I, whenever the divorce happened, it wasn't something that I wanted to happen. But you can't keep people... You, you, People have free will. They can do what they want to do. Right. And you can't keep people to stay. But so it happened. And so I'm trying to protect my children and also guard Schuyler's heart, too, because right. now I'm in a relationship and I'm the man. I need to guard her heart, protect my children, just make sure that everything works smoothly. And, and I'm, I was just so stressed uh, about that. But um, when I saw <laughs> my, see, my my youngest son, Jackson, he, he doesn't really attach himself to people a lot. But when I saw Scholar um, feeding him nachos and him, <laughs> him having his hand on her arm, it, it just, a piece came over me. I said, you know what? This is going to be okay. Yeah. And then after then you can't separate them. Like they were just, you know, all the time. And, um, I just knew it was going to work out. And it was And absolutely- now John Braden's
3: kind of gotten that too. Like oh, yeah. it's kind of, yeah. Jackson's gone. He's, he's like daddy's boy now. And he always, he wants daddy a lot. And, um. And then it, uh, John Braden would be like, oh, I want to go with Scott. So it changes sometimes. It always And I'm sure it'll go back. Like, John Braden will go through, you know, like, going into, um, like, like sixth grade, he's going into fifth grade now. But like when he gets to sixth grade, it might be oh, I gotta hang out with Daddy, smart. Gotta learn how to be, you know, a man. And so it changes, and it's great. It's great to see them like.
1: But y'all seem to be pretty flexible and can go. Oh with the flow, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like I
3: mean, they'll attach to to one parent one second one time, and attach to another one, and and you know they're they're always welcome to come to us. They're always mm-hmm. welcome to go to their mama and everything, and um they're gonna have. Uh, they have pretty much now two stepsisters, yeah. and they love them. They've got little mm-hmm. Mike Lynn and Ari who's who's uh, a little bit older, and they they love playing with them and they they love them. So, but well,
4: Scholar came in and she she healed us too. I mean, yeah. you know, we say that, you know, um, me coming in helped her, but she healed us. She healed three boys that were suffering really really bad, and um and so it just it worked out. Which is
1: kind of you're. I forgot to ask you. What are you going getting your degree in?
3: Well, um, when we found out that I was pregnant, we kind of were like, you know, dental school. It, it's great, but um, it's just a long process. Don't know if you get in. So, I decided that what's best for me and what's best for our family right now is if I, I do nursing. So, and I was already at MC, yeah. and um, I talked to a counselor, and they were like, "Oh, you'll definitely, works. you'll yeah. definitely get in because um, I have the grades, and I and I just have to." Do a couple more classes this semester, and then hopefully I'll start at MC Nursing in in January. You
1: still perform too, don't you?
3: Yeah, I, I do. Uh, yeah. When people ask me to, I I definitely I get stuff together and I perform. You did but, a great
1: job during Storytellers. Oh, thank you. That, that, that was such a fun night, anyway. Thank you.
3: But yeah, we. uh I mean, I do whatever people need, and. um and, but right now we're focusing on, you know, this baby coming because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I am.
1: We're I am focusing on this baby coming. Yeah, I'm 20 yeah.
3: weeks tomorrow. So we. Oh, boy, you get to
1: enjoy August. Yeah,
3: it's halfway. Yay. It's halfway time. So it it's really fun. And the boys are super excited. John Braden insists that this is going to be his little buddy and he's going to take him everywhere. That is awesome. So. That's
1: huge, too, it is, yeah, because I think my oldest son walked up to my middle son, who was in the french fry tray, when I looked at him and poked him right in the eye
2: <laughs> two and a half
1: years difference, and it's been going ever since it really yes, is. Yeah.
3: yes it's it's been really good, they're really excited um they were excited when we got married uh, and and they've just they just realized that they have a lot of love um coming from us. They have a lot of love coming from their mama and um hopefully their 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 future stepdad. He's really great. Mike oh, good. And he's really great. They love mm-hmm. him. He's awesome. We we love him and um they they have a lot of love coming from them. That's a awesome. Yeah, that's so
1: rare too to get everybody I mean it, it's very yeah, rare. Yeah. yeah. yeah I is. mean that just shows you that it was yeah. meant to be. Yeah. No, oh, definitely. worked out. Oh, definitely. You know, um, like I said, you were really looking for fame the last time you were on there, but mm-hmm. what's so great is you found something even better. You found peace.
3: So much better. Yeah. So much better. I wouldn't trade this for anything in the world. And um, he, John Braden says, uh, you know, he said it the other—I sang at the Braves game, the National Anthem, uh, Saturday night, and uh, he's, he was talking to somebody and said something about Idol, and he said— she got fifth, and uh, she should have gotten further, and she should have won. But then I would have never have met her, so I'm glad she didn't. So that was
1: wow. Mm, I just got chilled. By it I know so.
3: it was. It it it, made, it makes me so happy. So that God knew exactly what was going to happen, exactly what I needed, and I would not have it any other way. I love, I love being being a mom and and being a wife and cleaning boys, boxers, <laughs> and doing all that. So it's and picking
1: up towels and stuff exactly, off the floor. Exactly, exactly.
3: It's so fun. And still singing. You know, I love to sing at our church and um, anywhere around there that, that wants me to sing. So uh, I still get to do what I love. But what I love mostly is, is being with my family,
1: well, I'm so thankful y'all both came in, uh, just to be able to visit with you again. And Chris, it's always good to see
4: you too, you too, sir. Thank yeah, you.
1: We're, we'll do this on the TV side too eventually oh, in the next little bit because this is too much fun. Yeah. It is fun, Skylar, <laughs> Chris. Thank you for coming in. Thank you thank so you for much having for having, having me. Oh, anytime, anytime. All right, well, that puts another show in the can, I guess. Great day. Thank you, Michelle, for everything you've done too. I want to thank our special guest, Skylar Lane. James and of course Chris James as well. And now you're talking is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Think Radio is produced by the before mentioned amazing Michelle McAdoo. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy and join us next week for more Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey. Here only on MPB Think Radio.